in a world where everyone is looking for your money up front, doesn't it just make sense to check out a podcast that's looking to give you something for free? Like the music for your content and free music for your film and videos? Look no further. It's the Tim Kulig Free Music Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Tim Kulig Free Music Podcast. This week, we're going to briefly discuss how to handle criticism. Receiving criticism and feedback is an inevitable part of being a musician and putting your work out into the world. While it can be difficult to hear negative opinions about something you've poured your heart and soul into creating, it's important not to let criticism discourage you or stop you from making your art. In fact, channeled correctly, criticism can be a great resource for improving your craft and making better art and growing as an artist. The real key here is develop the ability to parse feedback and separate constructive criticism from needless attacks. A critique of your technique or suggestions for improvement usually come from a place of wanting to help you get better. On the other hand, harsh judgments of your talent or style often say more about the critic than your actual abilities. It's natural to feel a sting when people don't like your work. But don't take it as a referendum on your value as an artist. Tastes are really subjective. You won't be able to please everyone, so stay true to your vision. Making art by committee or trying to tailor your work to current trends may lead to diluted or often inauthentic output. So do yourself a favor. Do what makes you happy and do what you like and let the haters fall by the wayside. Your real fans? Well, they'll be excited to hear your new work and will always be itching for more. That said, of course, listen if many people are pointing out real issues in your music. Take notes and keep an open mind about parts that could be improved. Sometimes getting another perspective on your work is helpful. If you're in a rut or keep writing in the same key signature or you're falling into similar patterns from one piece to another. Again, still, trust your instincts, and don't make changes just to appease your critics. It's also helpful to surround yourself with positive people who constructively challenge you to grow while also celebrating what you do well. Be careful not to over-index on a few negative opinions when many others find value in your work. And remember that even the most renowned musicians face detractors and rejection. It's not a reflection of your real abilities. Keep practicing your craft. Keep putting yourself out there. Developing a thick skin and self-confidence is part of the journey. One way I avoid unnecessary judgment and criticism is by producing or releasing a large body of work in various styles and genres. This free-flowing and experimental approach to music production creates a bit of leeway in that the expectation is that I'm trying a lot of things out all the time. Many people look at this with admiration and often look past the styles I'm not as good at or embrace how much of it I get right regardless of whether I've, I've attempted it before. It's kind of freeing to just do the thing and see what I can make of it. Yeah, Some examples of this? Well, I never wrote Middle Eastern music before and put together a six-song album a few years back that I loved. 
I also tried my hand at some retro styles, like buddy cop tunes. I mean, <laughs> I don't even think this is an actual style, more than it's a nostalgic look back at some music I remember from 80s movies I really wanted to sink my teeth into. And I really liked what I came up with. In addition to all that, I've been researching polka, spaghetti western, and looking to do several Christmas albums between this and next season. With the Christmas stuff, I'm going traditional, but I'm also going to write renditions in different musical styles to see what comes of it. Maybe some metal Christmas tunes, maybe some polka Christmas tunes, uh, maybe some dubstep Christmas tunes, I don't know. I'm excited to hear what I can imagine. I think of all this, and I remember the reason I'm doing this the way that I'm doing it. I get to choose. I don't have a specific client who's looking for something, or worse, looking for me to rip off some temp music they've put in their production, rather than have me create an original piece that's inspired by the visuals. By doing what excites me and creating in the styles I choose, the hope is that the excitement will translate to others and their projects. So far, I've had some great results and great responses from people using my work, and I am psyched to see more. Finally, it's important to stay motivated by your love of music, not external validation. In this culture of likes and follows and everything else, it's real, real easy to get wrapped up in all of that and pivot yourself to adhering to and appeasing all of that. You gotta try to fight back against that. Make it for yourself first. Critics will always exist, but don't let them discourage you from creating. And let constructive feedback refine your skills while you ignore useless attacks on your art. If music fulfills you, you gotta keep making it. Keep growing and keep sharing it with those who appreciate your unique talents and perspective. And consider doing it the way I'm doing it. Giving it away under Creative Commons with attribution. Thanks everyone for checking in once again with me. And thanks for listening to the Tim Kulig Free Music Podcast. <laughs>